You're listening to Tech Talk Central. So good morning again from me. Uh, I'm here with uh, Maria Kuchomboyera. Uh, Maria is a researcher at uh, the ILSP, the Institute for Language and Speech Processing. Um, she's got an, uh, an MSc uh, in Language Technology from uh, the National Encapodistrian University of Athens and the NTUA, and she's got a PhD in computational, computational excuse me, linguistics from uh, the National Encapodistrian University of Athens. So, hello, Maria. Hello, George. So, it's Good great morning. to have you uh, here. So, uh, I think our, our um, listeners are starting to get an idea about what we're going to be talking about today um, from the titles of your um, uh, your degrees, your MSc and your PhD, but uh, tell us a few more things about uh, your personal background. Okay, I think you've said it very well so far. <laughs> so, uh, I'm a linguist, I'm working at the ILSP Institute and Athenarsi Center, Research Center. Mm -hmm. So, my research interests are on natural language processing and on multimodal communication. Mm -hmm. Uh, my PhD was uh, in uh, in aspects of uh, modeling uh, multimodal uh, interaction during interviews. So it was about face-to-face uh, -face, uh, interaction, and I've discovered some uh, uh, interesting and important aspects on what is important to study uh, mm -hmm. when studying interaction and what is important uh, to model. Okay. So it's uh, quite applicable to what we're doing right now than if it was uh, live <laughs> interviews, right? So, um, yeah, uh, t uh, tell us um, then a, a couple of things about, um, uh, you know, the, the basic concepts uh, and the basic terms uh, for our audience. So what is, uh, what is multimodal uh, communication? What is natural language processing, first of all, as, as, a, as a general concept? Well, uh, natural language processing refers to, uh, to, to techniques and, uh, and algorithms that can automatically uh, analyze certain uh, linguistic uh, aspects, mm -hmm. such as uh, morphology, syntax, etc., etc. Uh, the basic idea is how to be able to represent a mm -hmm. model, uh, how to generate a language models that can be used in a variety of uh, applications. Uh, multimodal communication, on the other side, uh, extend uh, this uh, notion. Um, actually, communication is, uh, in its very essence, multimodal. This means that when we communicate, we use all our expressive modalities. That is, mm -hmm. not only it's not only the words we speak, but also the way we speak, uh, the tone of our voice, the energy of our voice, mm -hmm. the facial expressions uh, we make, um, the movements of our head, of our body posture. Uh, the gestures, of course, all these uh, features play an important role in communication when we communicate mm -hmm. uh, the message to, to our uh, interlocutor. And also, uh, we study these uh, various modalities, as we say, because um, they also carry some uh, content about the state of the speaker. How does the speaker feel when mm -hmm. he utters something, when he talks uh, to someone else? How does he feel about the topic of discussion? How does he feel as a person at that moment? How does uh, he feel towards his uh, interlocutor? Mm -hmm. So as you understand, it's a multidisciplinary domain. I mean, sure. yeah, uh, there are lots of uh, disciplines involved, such as uh, signal processing, computer vision, experimental psychology, and mm -hmm. of course, mm -hmm. uh, linguistics. So uh, again, trying to, to transfer that in more layman terms. So uh, basically, you're, you're trying to analyze and model um, 
every aspect of communication, not just the words themselves, something that you could do, you could do by, but just text, let's say processing, right? So you want to incorporate and analyze all the other features that uh, comprise, let's say, a, a communication between two peers, right? Two, uh, two people, let's say, uh, or maybe one, one real person and one, uh, one machine or something like that, right? Um, so, uh, t tell us a, a few more things about the work that you're doing right now, then, which applies, uh, I guess, mm -hmm. to 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 these to the multimodal uh, mm -hmm. concepts. Okay, so our current uh, goal is to develop uh, uh, technologies that can model behavior during interaction, mm -hmm. and uh, we approach this by. Uh, we actually decompose interaction into the basic signals that I mentioned before. So interaction is uh, the speech, uh, the speech properties, uh, the properties of the voice, uh, gestures, facial expressions, etc. So mm -hmm. we try to analyze the signals, describe the form, okay, mm -hmm. but also um, what is the specific function in the conversation. Mm -hmm. For example, when I look at you, uh, it's because... I want you to take the floor. Uh, when I'm nodding as you speak, it's because I mm -hmm. understand what you're saying as you're doing mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. now. Yes. Or they can see us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, that's, uh... So, uh, yeah, in this way, we're trying to, to create the best representations of the behavior that mm -hmm. can be at a later stage, um, measurable and machine detectable. And in this way, we can develop technologies that can be fed into applications related to human-computer interaction and human-robot interaction. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Im improve in, in, a, in a way the, the interfaces, right? And the, and the, uh, the way uh, people interact with machines and automated systems. Right? Exactly. Okay, exactly. so you, you've already answered my, uh, my next uh, question. So uh, can, you, uh, can you tell us... I mean, you, you already gave us a few of the... Um, um, you mentioned a few of the characteristics on the human side that you can um, identify or, or monitor or and analyze if you want to to produce a model of the communication. So, what are some characteristics then on the on the machine side that uh, can be used to make a more natural uh, feeling, introduce more natural feeling to the conversation? Okay, the machine side that is uh, an agent-based interface, a beaten mm -hmm. conversational agent, an avatar, or, or even uh, a robot, uh, has to be able to to detect uh, some uh, certain actions, conversational actions, but also also um, emotional actions that the speakers perform in such a way that it can reproduce, it can produce the respective uh, output. So the goal here is to make this uh, the, the machine mm -hmm. to be able to have a more uh, human-like behavior. But I'm not referring to um, to anthropomorphic uh, characteristics. Mm -hmm. uh, this is not the issue. The issue is uh, to be able to have um, a natural flow of conversation, a rich and successful uh, interaction, and to achieve, of course, the, the communicative goals that are set in, in a specific context or uh, application. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, I understand that uh, the work that you're doing at the moment is more focused in um, uh, younger age groups and students, right? Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a few more things about the, the exact uh, setup that you're uh, investigating at the moment? Yeah, sure. At uh, this moment, we are working on uh, on elaborating, uh, building upon an existing dialogue system, 
so that it gets uh, augmented with modules, it can deal with more than one person. So we're talking about multiple interaction here. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we are interested in the domains of, uh, of education. So the setting is uh, that a dialogue system is able to, to converse, to, uh, to discuss with more than one uh, student on, uh, on certain uh, subjects, on certain uh, topics. And it uh, would be able to monitor the discussion, but apart from uh, the knowledge side of things, okay, apart from uh, eliciting uh, knowledge from uh, from the students, it will be able to elicit also social signals. So, uh, for example, it will monitor if uh, uh, one student is dominant in the conversation, if if he talks, he she talks more, and uh, in this way it uh, it it will urge uh, the less social student, the less social a pupil to be more um, uh, more active in the conversation. Also, this uh, dialogue system will be able to uh, to detect signals of uh, that that speaker show signals which show the engagement in the topic. So, if uh, uh, the students are not interested in this uh, in this subject mm -hmm. and they show. <laughs> With uh, their whole uh, bodily expression, so mm -hmm. uh, then the dialogue system will be uh, able to adapt uh, to to any given moment to another uh, topic or shift topic or change uh, the discussion mm -hmm. or address a specific uh, a student a specific addressee. Right. So that's 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 very interesting. I mean, uh, my, my initial um, uh, grasp of the of the idea was. Uh, that um, such a system would be used primarily to improve the communication or, well, the, the, the interface, let's say, uh, between devices and, and people, right? And uh, considering, A, that uh, I think, I mean, you, you mentioned it before uh, when we were preparing for the interview that existing system designs do not pay too much attention on how they create natural conversation, basically. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's the reminiscent of the um, old VCR from my perspective, you know, built by engineers for engineers. Um, but at the same time, uh, we have like the, the multimodal uh, uh, context uh, that is uh, become available with all those devices. I mean, I'll just mention the buzzwords like the, the wearables, the, the sensors in the mobile phones, things like Google Glasses and things like that, right? So, um, uh, so systems uh, have much richer context from where to, to extract information about uh, the way we communicate. And um, at the same time, we have uh, non-textual, uh, not, not just necessity, but interfaces that don't use just text and screens. I mean, again, I'm going to give you the example of uh, um, the in-car systems that mm -hmm. are trying to use yes. voice as the primary, um, as the primary uh, uh, interface, let's say, with the user. Uh, but then again, what you just described brings a, a completely different edge because what you what you just said, and and please do correct me if I didn't get it uh, right, is that um, uh, you can use such systems, such, such modeling systems, not just to improve the interface, but also to start um, monitoring and analyzing uh, things like um, social aspects. Right. Exactly. So we, we, we're moving away from uh, the single person and into how to analyze groups and how to analyze interactions between men, which makes perfect sense, of course, but <laughs> we're talking about networks of people, right? 
So uh, it's it's uh, is this first of all? Am I on on the yes, same yes, page on track here? Yeah, because I think conversational dynamics and uh, mm-hmm. the way the discussion evolves in the course of time is very important, especially when more than one person, more than two persons, are involved. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me just add a bit to what you said. The um, uh, the nice thing and, and the very important and exciting thing about uh, uh, this research is that you move from Low-level signals, okay, if the sensors you mentioned uh, capture some uh, low-level signals, mm-hmm. okay. So uh, we move from a simple uh, capturing of voice, gesture, words into high-level signals, such as mm. attention, emotion, engagement in a discussion. So this is the most important part, I think. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. So um, uh, this was Maria Kutumbogira from uh, ILSP. Maria, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Uh, exciting really nice stuff. To you. <laughs> you too. So uh, this is George Vulgaris from TTC. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.